Hey there, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Be Stone Run. I'm your host, Ali Ann, and today I wanted to share a devotional from the Back to the Basics workbook, but also give a little bit of explanation before and after of what God has actually taught me since I wrote that devotional because he has definitely done a ton of stuff in my life, and I'm excited to see him continually change that as the years go by. But today is on why Satan wants us running in the ditch instead of on the road, and then how that correlates with scripture, what that means um, in the Christian life. So are you running on the road or in the ditch? This is something that I I kind of got a glimpse of. A long time ago, someone had mentioned that there is two ditches or two miles of ditch for every mile of road. And for a long time, I was like, okay, what does that mean? It doesn't really make any sense. But then a... I don't know, a couple years later, I was running down the road and there was a ditch on either side. And I'm like, okay, like, what does this mean? And I kind of imagined myself running in the ditch instead of on the road. And I was thinking like, that would be like super difficult. And so then I started realizing, okay, so in the Christian life, what would this be? And over time, I've realized that Satan wants us in one ditch or the other. He doesn't want us running on the road with Christ. He doesn't want us um, resting in him for strength and coming to him during trials. He wants us to be living the Christian life on our own. And so a lot of times this one ditch will be the religious ditch, the legalism ditch, the where we feel like we can get to heaven on our own or we can live the Christian life on our own. That would be the religious ditch. And then there's the worldly ditch where a lot of times people will say they're free in Christ. They can do whatever they want. Well, that's not really the Christian life. That is Satan's way of living. And Jesus said that there's going to be a lot of people, which really breaks my heart, (laughs) that like when we're judged that they're going to be like, God, I did all these different things for you. Or, you know, I said the prayer And you, like, you, how did you never know us? And Jesus just was like, I never knew you. I'm sorry. Like, and so that would be the freedom in Christ, the worldly ditch where you want to live the life of the world, however you want to live it. And then you just want a free ticket to heaven. That's not the way the Christian life works. It's either God's way or the world's way. And so that would be the other ditch, the ditch of where you're living of the world. You're living like the world, just can um, deceiving yourself that you are actually headed for heaven. So I wanted to share one of the devotionals from this, the last week of the Back to the Basics course. And I will go over that in just a minute. But I did want to mention that when I wrote this devotional, I have actually learned so much more. I think it's been about two years now. And the fact of Jesus is the only why that will satisfy 
it, it's it's even richer like as the years go by or as the months go by than I really thought it was. Like in John 4, 14, it says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And just realizing that Jesus, there is so much more to Jesus. There is so much more freedom, so much more blessing, so much more just peace and just enjoyment of being in his presence than I ever had originally thought. So I will read the devotional to you and then I'll say a couple more points after that. For years I struggled with this concept. I have Jesus in me. How can I be so lonely, hopeless, and purposeless feeling? I feel so empty. The problem was that I hadn't accepted God's love. Let's say, assuming you're not married already, that you met the man of your dreams and you had an awesome wedding day. You married your best friend and are joined for life. But what if the very next day, drawing on for years, you rejected every act of love your husband gave you? He bought you flowers and you threw them in the trash. He wanted to rub your shoulders after a hard day, but you told him no. He searched for the perfect Valentine's gift for you, which you gave to your neighbor. He wanted to take you to a special date and you told him to go with somebody else. Would you ever dream of doing this? Of course not. Why do we think it's so normal for us to reject all the acts of love that Jesus wants to pour out on us every day? Romans 8.32 says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall not he with him also freely give us all things? We, especially as women, have this thing with giving self-care or bad reputation. We don't think it's right to take time for ourselves and certainly not to pray for ourselves. We should serve everyone and put ourselves last. But if someone were to constantly drive a car without refilling it with gas, what do you think was going to happen? It's going to run out of fuel and not be able to go anywhere. You need to stay fueled if you want to continually serve others. Running down a road, there's a ditch on either side. Satan wants you in the ditch, and if he can't get you in the worldly ditch, then he will try to get you in the religious ditch. He knows the road is the most joyous and easy, and he wants to steal that simplicity and satisfaction from you. Jesus wants a relationship with you. He does not want you to live this life underfueled or empty, and he certainly doesn't want you driving in the ditch. Picture the road as Jesus, a perfect relationship with him, where he will continually refill you if you let him. He will continually love you if you let him, and girl, his love is fuel, let me tell you. It is the best fuel I have ever come in contact with, and I will never be content with any other. I encourage you as you end this course to continue living on the road, living with Jesus, running with him, letting him fuel you with his love. Do not try to live the Christian life on your own. You will fail. Run to Jesus and tell him to work his character and will out in your life. He is waiting and longs to hear you say this. Once you take this matter to Jesus, I need you to find accountability friends, friends that will uphold and encourage you in your walk with Christ. If you become good friends with anyone in this community, don't be afraid to reach out to them and ask if they will continue walking this journey with you. Satan will stop at nothing to steal, kill, and destroy every good thing that has started in your life. Take the precaution and find someone who will take you back to Jesus when you are struggling. It is so much easier to run a marathon with a friend. I love you gals and will pray that God continues to do every good work in you that he has started. Until we meet again, happy running. So just reading this again after two years, um, this year 
if you guys have listened to previous podcasts, you know that I have really been going through a very hard season in my life, but I have never experienced so much peace and so much joy and so much, um, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it half the time. Like things will come up and I'll just all of a sudden have this courage or the strength to do it. And a lot of times I obviously have to take the first step and then God will help me do it because he's wanting my obedience. But just the fact that Jesus wants to love me so that I can actually be the person that I want to be, I can actually be used by him, has just grown stronger over the last few years. And last year, I really thought I had reached the top of my relationship with God and he just kind of obliviated that idea and showed me that no, like there is so much more to the Christian life than I ever thought there was. And your relationship with him can grow stronger and stronger each day that goes by. And that's not to say you're ever going to struggle and you're never going to, you know, go back to your old ways and try to live a Christian life on your own. Um, for a long time, I was telling God, I was like, okay, today I surrender my life to you. And then I started drifting away and trying to live the Christian life on my own again. And that just didn't work. So I kept having to go back and say like, okay, God, I keep trying to live this life on my own. Please forgive me. Please help me to realize that it has to be me surrendered to you and you working in me. So next week I will be sharing what I am really excited about sharing with you guys. It is kind of like a Christmas gift from me to you. So I hope to see you next week and have a lovely leading up to Christmas time if you happen to actually listen to this around that time. So Merry Christmas and I will see you next time. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Be Still and Run. If you guys haven't heard yet, I finally have the 12-9 challenge ready for you guys to be using. This is something that I have been working on in my life for years and it is on surrender, but don't let that scare you as the, I kind of try and break it down and sort of share what it is, why it's important. And I have really enjoyed the after effects, the blessings of surrender. Uh, but during the surrender, it is very difficult. I will not lie and try to make it sound um, more happy or joyous during the process than it really is. I mean, you can, if you are focusing on Christ, you can still have that joy and that peace. But just during the surrender process, it can be very challenging, just like training for a marathon. It can, or a race, it can be very challenging. It can be very difficult, but the, it has, I am stumbling over my words. It has a list of the different steps and different points and different um, tips that I talk about in the video. And obviously it has a video with it to explain what all I just shared 
and then it also has a printable to help you dive into the verse that I based this off of. So those will be all free for you guys. You can find it on the website, bestoneandrun.com forward slash 12, nine. So one, two, nine. And you can also just find it in the link below or just by going to the website and it would be one of the pages that are available there. So I pray that is a blessing for you guys. I have really enjoyed putting it together as my first video. I'm very self-conscious. So I had a very hard time um, with the editing and listening when my sister was putting the video together for me, listening to my voice in the background and seeing myself. I was like, I am so uncomfortable, but hopefully it is a blessing to you guys. And I will pray that God uses it in your life and he gives you the courage to actually move forward with that because the surrender is other than our relationship with God and waiting is kind of one of the key things to having a strong relationship with Christ because when we accept him as our Lord and Savior we kind of forget about the Lord part and that is that you are surrendered to his will you're surrendered to doing what he wants and so that is surrender that is so difficult so i pray that is a blessing for you guys and i will see you next week